You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday morning, so it's time for What's the Scoop? Actually, Katie, I'm thinking of branding us now. Instead of being under the channel two peas in a podcast, I want it to be either What's the Scoop or let's South Africanize it and say What's News? I don't know. Which do you prefer? What's the Scoop or What's News? Well, I'm just excited that we get our own name now. Oh. I think that's lovely. I must think about this. Think about I must it. think about this. What's, what's news? I, I, I'm tending to go with what's news, but exactly. uh, maybe I'll change my mind. No, no. What's news is also uh, the informal survey I've done. People are leaning towards what's news. But anyway, what is news? What did you see over the weekend? South African news. So in terms of what's news in South Africa, there's one story politically that seems to be dominating, Lindsay, and that's around the DA and an apparent chaos that is actually playing out within the Democratic Alliance. It is South Africa's official opposition. Mm. Um, It didn't do too well in the elections this year. In fact, it lost support. And we've been hearing for a while now that there has been pressure, internal pressure, on leader Muzi Maimani to either act or quit. And in fact, the Sunday Times yesterday reporting that former DA leader Tony Leon actually went to Muzi Maimani and urged him to try and quit from the party. So all of the speculations, internal speculation and the whirlwind of the rumors that have been happening have now ended up on the front pages. And there is very, very clearly um, a move within the DA to either get rid of Musi or to completely um, look at another center of power. And of course, that's where Helen Zilla enters the stage because she's decided that she doesn't like life outside of the political realm and that it's far more fun for her, obviously, inside politics. So in a very surprise and for some shocking move on Friday, she announced that she is going to be put her name in the running for uh, chairman of the party, Mm. executive chair. Why can't you just retire gracefully? It says here on bdlive.co.za that the DA is seeking legal advice on whether former leader Helen Ziller can contest the position of federal council chair, Business Day understands, days after she threw her name in the hat for arguably the most powerful position in the party. Ziller could be barred from contesting, though, uh, with other party heavyweights, including federal chair Athel Trollope and deputy chair, etc. What I'm saying here, it's, it's, this is a, a weakened party that is fighting within itself, and it's the last thing they should be doing. They should be concerned consolidating, Katie? Well, they should be consolidating, but the question then is why are they not? I think there is simply, there is uh, a huge unhappiness amongst some within the party around Muzi Maimani and his leadership. And in fact, the other suggestion, Report newspaper actually reporting this weekend, uh, Afrikaans Weekly newspaper, Lindsay, that Helen Zilla was actually approached to start a splinter party. Oh, please. And it was her decision that instead of starting a splinter party, she's going to throw her hat uh, um, into the ring and she is going to, uh, to run for federal exec. Okay, well, Splinter Party, I don't know. What it does, it dilutes the opposition. It's very simple, because people look at this and say, well, they're in disarray. It's the DA in disarray. That's my phrase for the morning, DA in disarray. And and that's the end of it. Consolidate is my advice to them, such as it is. I I think so too, and I think opposition, other opposition political uh, parties and leaders are rubbing their hands in glee at what is happening within the DA. Yeah, I think Musi Mamani would be better as a talk show host, actually, or uh, he should be presenting a game show, something like that, because he's quite smooth. He's a preacher. He's a, he's a, 
he's a, he's a preacher, so perhaps he could go back to church. <laughs> I think a lot of people should if that's, what, if that's their game. Anything else apart from uh, politics that caught your eye in the South African weekend press? Um, no, that was the biggie. Today, the big story, I must tell you, is Duduzani Zuma, the former president's son, appearing before the State Capture Commission. Um, that testimony only began a few minutes ago, so I don't have anything to report at this stage, but it's something that we're going to be watching extremely closely to see what comes out of that State Capture Commission from Duduzani Zuma. Okay, I've got two stories that, that caught my eye in the last few days. One is Go about One of them is about elephants. The other one is about a tragic family shooting. Do you want me to do both or do you want to pick one of those two you can let's let's go with the elephants there's been so much <laughs> there's been so much gloom and doom i'm hoping the elephant is an uplifting story Lindsay. okay well unfortunately your your hope is going to be thwarted ah because it's a story in Thailand where there's a particular waterfall that is notorious for being quite dangerous and a group of elephants uh, i think oh i saw the it is very sad. Anyway, carry on telling us. Yeah, so what happened was that the elephants were crossing the river just below the waterfall and the river in question was in full flood and one of, the, one of its calves, a two-year-old calf, uh, got into trouble and the others went in to try and save it and six elephants died as a result. And the, 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 most, the, the saddest thing was that the two that didn't go into the water were found crying, literally crying, on the on, on the banks and people are having to feed them now because they're so exhausted and uh, hopefully they're able, able to climb out but it was really sad and what really struck me was if poachers saw this would they would their hearts be a little bit piqued by this would they be slightly regretful of the way that they treat these animals who are clearly such sociable and intelligent creatures in fact, there's so much research on elephants and, and how exactly that they are emotional, they're intelligent. In fact, they've got emotional intelligence as well. Um, oh, what a pity. You know, I was in the Kruger Park, Lindsay, two weeks ago, and there were a herd of elephants just next to us while we were doing this game drive. They are truly magnificent, magnificent creatures. Mm. And how anybody would think of causing any harm is just beyond me. It is. I have to tell you the other story as well, because you're probably going to laugh a little bit, but also feel uh, the empathy that you exude every time we speak, um, Katie. There was a chap in Florida. It was his birthday. Now, his son-in-law who was living in Norway, decided to fly from Norway to Florida in order to surprise him on his birthday. The chap in question had... The, the chap in Florida, the father-in-law, had been sort of harassed a bit at, at his flat or his, his, his house. Someone had knocked on the door the night before and he was a little bit worried about this. And so he was on alert and he had his gun with him uh, just in case this phantom knocker had come back. Now, the, the son-in-law from Norway came along, knocked on the door in the morning and then ran away into the bushes he started making some silly animal noises and then jumped out the bushes to surprise his father-in-law. The father-in-law shot him dead. And the, the police, in an act of compassion, said, we're not going to charge the father-in-law with killing his son-in-law because of the extenuating circumstances. But imagine that. You open your door, you shoot someone, and it's your son-in-law trying to surprise you on your birthday. It's a very strange story. I must admit, I read that story and I felt enormous irritation towards the son-in-law enormous irritation i thought how juvenile must you be to knock on the door hide into the hide in the bushes and then make these ridiculous sounds it's bound to scare an old person what do you expect so so perhaps uh, my levels of empathy there are far more for the poor father-in-law and a great deal of irritation 
for uh, for the dead man. When I worked with you at 702 Talk Radio, you were always very, very hard, and your sympathy levels were low <laughs> as a professional. Katie Katapotis is the co-founder of NOLA Media and former <laughs> new supremo at 702 Talk Radio. And that was, I think we're going to call it, What's News? That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox.